Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Superview Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from many caves as always. I am joined by my two incredible friends, Bill and Allie. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up, Jit? What's up, buddy? How are we doing? How are we doing? We're Hi. doing good. Unfortunately, we're down a man tonight. Yes, Justin, unfortunately. We, we fired him. Yeah, we, we, no, we, we got rid of he's, Justin for He's forever. having a Halloween hangover. Yes, well. Nah, we we don't know so. where he is. No, 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 no. But he's, maybe he's, he's maybe he's taking advantage means? of a fifty percent off candy today. It wasn't fifty; it was twenty-five. Well, maybe oh, tomorrow yeah. will be fifty. Anyways, uh, but you know what we need to do? What do we need what? to do? Allie? We need to reboot Super Review Show. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Scratch everything we've ever done. Just kidding. I uh, know, but as the title of this podcast suggests, we're talking today about the best and worst reboots and revivals of movies and TV shows. And um, upcoming ones, and if we want to suggest anything that we, any reboots or rivals we want to see. Yeah, so th- th- this should be a very interesting topic. I mean, so for the for those of you who are wondering what the heck are we talking about, uh, for those of you who know Frasier, uh, the sitcom from the '90s and early 2000s is back on Paramount Plus. It's, it's a revival. I think that's the first one we should talk about. JT, let's. Talk you know, about baby, that. I hear those zoos are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Let's let's just get right right to the reboots. And revival. Let's go right to them. Here we go. Right, three, two, and one. Sharing my screen, baby, as we always do. Uh, let's talk about Frasier for a second. Has anyone seen it yet at all, or no? My or parents have seen it. I still got to watch the original Frasier before I watch the reboot of Frasier. Okay. Do I? Do you want me to go first on this one then? Yes. Okay. Cool. So I, for those of you who, don't, who live under a rock and don't follow us on our social media accounts or or subscribe to us on YouTube, what else whatsoever, um. This show, Frasier, I binge watch all over 2022, all 11 seasons. I binge watched the original run of it from 1993 to 2004 on Paramount Plus over the course of 2022, from like literally from February or maybe late January even to October. And I was emotional roller coaster towards the end there. So I, because I heard, oh, you know, they're re- rebooting, they're re, um, you know, they're redoing Frasier. And I was like, huh, how do you reboot a spinoff? Because let's not forget, Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers, the iconic show about a a, a bar where everybody knows your name in Boston. And we'll be there Um, this summer. And yeah, and uh, Bill, you're not wrong. We'll get to that towards the end. Um, But yeah, so look, we we have, this is a show that stars Kelsey Grammer. Uh, The original one started started Kelsey Grammer. uh, uh, Daphne, the character of John Mahoney, of um, Jane Leaves. Um, why am I forgetting Niles' name for a second? Uh, David Hyde Thank Pierce. You. Thank you. Um, and Perry Gilpin was Roz. This was a great show. Uh, it lasted from 1993 to 2004, but the revival came out earlier this year, earlier just a couple, a couple about a month ago now. I want to say it's been four yeah, episodes. It's been four episodes starting on October 12th, 2023 of the revival of Frasier. So to prep for that, I had to watch all of the original show, which I did. And the new show, I have to tell you, I've seen all four episodes so far because, I mean, I'm hooked. I'm a Frasier fanatic. I'm a, mm-hmm. I am I love to use my cranium. <laughs> Frasier cranium. <laughs> Terrible jokes. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> excuse me. A little sick. Um, no, but Frasier crane. Has not changed at all. What I love about this new revival, this new take on the on the character of Frasier, is that 
it's more along the lines of like his son has grown up. He moves back to Boston, and he, you know, he move he moves back to Boston, and he starts a, a life over with his son Freddie, who's now grown up. He's part of the Boston Fire Department, all this other stuff, and they make it so like it's a twenty four minute episode, anyways, which is great. It's just like the original run. One of the things, and, and actually it's funny, for those of you who remember the series finale of Frasier, the original run, uh, Niles has a baby named David. The, the, the baby was born on the series, the very last episode the baby was born. And they all moved on to the next chapter of their lives after the show ended. Spoilers. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, but it's really good. Here's an uh, interesting fact. Um, the baby was actually named, they actually named the baby after a crew member of Frazier who was actually killed in the 9-11 attacks. Oh, wow. I was going to get to that, but yeah, that is actually 100% true um, that Bill just said. But yeah, like, so David Crane was born um, in 2004, and they said, all right, well, you know, and th- that character, it's not the same actor, of course, because it was a baby, but like David Crane is now in the show, but uh, Niles is not there, Daphne is not there, and um, they kill I off heard... Niles. Or... No, no, they, they, they didn't kill him off. They just said he's not. He's he's no longer. He's Niles is playing the role that Maris played in the original show. Maris is is uh, um uh Niles's ex wife that kept causing him so much trouble, but you never actually saw the character on screen. Mm. So Niles is now that character in that in that aspect. Um, excuse me. Um, but I have to say, this show, and for those you don't know, the series finale of Frasier in 2004, it ends with him going to Chicago, and he starts a new, he starts a new life there with this woman he met via like a dating service, whatever. And they, he, the show ends with him in Chicago saying, "Wish me luck." <clears throat> and sure enough, he, this show picks up in Boston. So that time is not that time is covered within the the time that he spent in Chicago is covered in the first episode of the new revival of Frasier. Uh, which actually was really solid. It's a really, really funny show. And the writers are, some of the writers are back. Kelsey Grammer's directed a couple episodes as well so far. It's a really solid run of this new, of bringing back a show that had a lot of critic success, a lot of fans, that were, you know, myself included, like, oh, what's this show, Frasier? Now, like, now it's causing people to go back to watch the original. It's a big deal. And, but the, the fact that they're back in Boston makes it that much better. Uh, and that, that that much cooler, and the show itself is doing a really. It's only it's only four. I'm only four episodes in because they've only released four episodes, but it's really good so far. I do have to admit, you guys. You, I know Bill hasn't seen a lot of Frasier. I it, have not I've seen Frasier yet. I've watched a healthy amount of Frasier, not to the extent you have. Yeah, I, guess, mm-hmm. I um, watched it literally from the very start to the very end. So, and also, you know, um, I just uh, before we continue here, I just want to say regarding Frasier, rest in peace, John Mahoney. Yes, um, my, my dear uncle. I'm just kidding. No, not really um, whatsoever. But rest in peace, John Mahoney, who played yeah. Fr- Fraser's father, Martin, who passed away in 2018. I think it was. Yeah, mm. and actually, it's funny. In the very first, the very first episode of the new show, they paid tribute to him as well, which is great. Yeah, because wow. of course, you know, I think, like, again, because I don't have Paramount Plus, so um, yeah. I got to help you out with that. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Oh, anyway, because the ep- because I read that you know, it starts off that Frazier and the girl he got with the end of the original series they broke up. 
Yeah, like the 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 show the show ends the show ended in two thousand four with uh, Fraser ending his run with a woman named Charlotte, and Charlotte is not in the new show. Like the, the show, the, this new show Fraser has showed that time has passed since two thousand four. It's been a full nineteen years. So and mm. it shows that his father had just passed away because again John Mahoney died in real life. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I wonder if John Mahoney lived. I wonder if he would be on the new show or not. I don't know because I mean I spoilers for the new run of it, but they said the one of the opening lines is oh, ever since your grandfather he's because t- ever since Fraser's telling his son Freddie about this he's like yeah you know um Freddie you know you didn't go to your grandfather's funeral and, so you know they killed off the character because I read the plot online that he was helping take care of his. A friend of his, a fellow firefighter of his, who who died, his wife and um and son and his girlfriend and his son. Is that true, or am I slowly going insane? It's not his girlfriend. It's 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 someone he's trying to help out. Uh, who has a baby? They're not dating at all. But oh no no no, like his friend's girlfriend or something. It oh was, for, yeah, something. Freddie's friend. Yeah yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. So, but it's really cool. It's a really, it's a really interesting take on a old character, and they're doing a really good job with it so far. So, no, because from what I know so far, it's like you know, Fraser trying to reconnect with his son, and yeah. and you know what I I love from the trailer is when he's when he's I think he's he's teaching at like Harvard or something. Yeah, they're and this Harvard. one he's woman Harvard. is going. My sister just made promos at Yale. Now don't yell at me. Oh my god. Um. Well, I, all I gotta say is her sister must be a prodigy because mm. all those people who are in high biz, who are in high positions at Ivy League schools are like a hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> who? Yeah, not- who are probably part of the very first graduating class. Literally, probably. Nah, no, but it's, because it's like, no, no, no. If you are like under 60 and you're like president or a higher up at an Ivy League school, you're considered young. <laughs> That's actually very accurate. So, because a lot, again, a lot of those higher ups are like 100 years old. Um, right. But yeah, but no, but like I said, I do remember watching a okay amount of Frasier. Yeah. It, but. I've said this before, I'll say it again. If you watch it from the beginning to end, it's actually a really, a really beautiful story about the character of Fraser Crane. And it's really cool. So I'll have to give I you my I remember liking it. And um, I remember yeah. one time I was over here because Zuckerman was telling me about something from Fraser, or you, our good friend Daniel Zuckerman. Yeah, way um, back when. Yep. He was, because that was back when Fraser was on Netflix. Right, before Netflix, you know, Paramount took it off. And I remember we were watching some episodes and I thought I was going to piss my pants laughing. It's really funny. The first five, three or four seasons, the first five seasons are just gold. But what's so good is it's it's funny in like a clever way. Yeah, it's charming. It's not like fart jokes, fart jokes, sex jokes. It's like... (laughs) No, the, the, the dialogue and like the actual writing was really solid too, so... And our very own fearless leader over here. 
Yes. That's me, Kelsey Grammer. Yes. For those of you who do not follow us on our social media pages, go to our Facebook and Instagram page. Um, I I did get to meet Kelsey Grammer, and I got to uh, meet, um, I got to meet him one night at one of our local um events, our local like town and whatnot. He was he was in the town, and I said, "Oh my God, it's you!" And he's like, "Yes, it's me." <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> And uh, my my girlfriend and I met him, and we he said he signed an eight by ten that I have lying around here. So, um, which and you think he's a pretty cool guy? He's very, very funny. He's actually really clever. Uh, he like the way he, I, I was like starstruck, and like because the really quick backstory. When 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 we realized he was there, I was like, oh my god! So my girlfriend texted me and says, "Come to me now." I said, "Where are you?" She's like. Next to Kelsey Grammer, and I said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I booked it to her within about five seconds. Like, "Oh my god, it's Kelsey Grammer Kelsey. from Cheers and Frasier. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I said, "It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. You, you've inspired me to do so many things in life." He's like, "I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you." <laughs> it's like he talked just like the character Frasier Crane. Uh, and my grandmother is a huge fan of the show, mm. uh, Frasier and Cheers. And I sent her that picture, and she put it on her frame, which was great. Her little because you have to go where everybody knows your name. I don't know if they'll yeah. ever do a reboot of Cheers. I don't think they would. I think maybe because with the Fraser cheer off, because with the Fraser re- revival, I think. I, I don't think, think some of the actors have passed away already, too. You yeah, know what so- they should do? A, you know who they should do a spin off of? Who? Norm. Norm. Uh, Is Norm's he still alive? Norm. Norm. What what are you doing today? I don't know. I'm just having a beer. <laughs> what do you mean? We were I... talking about the Cheers bar. Like I said, we're gonna be there this summer. Oh uh, yeah, and th- th- yeah, this coming summer, Bill and I are having an elaborate trip planned. So and if any fans of ours are in the Boston area, come and say hello. Yes. Will we do and bring some eggs because you know Mr. Murphy here. If you just look at his screen. Oh, you mean that? Oh boy. But come up and say hello. Have a beer with well, me, because he doesn't drink, but have a beer. Yes. So uh, for those of you know, yes, we are planning a trip to Boston next summer. And I'm I'm not I'm just saying this generically because I don't want to like give away too much. But yes, make sure you follow us on our social media pages as well. I will be posting plenty of stuff on there for about our trip up there uh, next summer in July of 2024. Uh, super excited to go up there with uh, the spill and the rest of the Superview Show crew, and we're gonna have a good time. So don't worry about it. All right, it's, it's gonna just, be some wicked fun. It's wicked fun up there, guys. Wicked fun. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Anything else about Frazier? Anything else, guys, or no? no? You want to know something? I was kind of dreading this topic tonight because I couldn't think of anything. Hmm. But you know what? What? I thought of something. What'd you think of? I thought of two things. I'll go for this one first. And then when we come back to me, we'll uh, I'll do the other one. Okay. What do you, have? you know, I have to ask you something. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy. Oh, we're going Fuller House, aren't we? <laughs> pretty much, I can. Pretty much, what happens is this takes place probably what 
20 years, years after the 20 20 something years after the last episode and now dj's a single mom of three boys i yeah. need to hear help of her sister stephanie tanner and her best friend kimmy gibbler to raise them plus kimmy's daughter ramona okay you know what i'm gonna say it because if i don't say it someone else won't rest in peace bob saget First of all, of course, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Um, taken from us way too soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were actually thinking about doing another revival of Fuller House. What? Sorry, they should not anymore. I'll be honest, Fuller House is okay, and it ended the way it had to end. Because you know what it is? I'm going to admit it, and this goes into a show I'll talk about when we get back to me, but this was just the laziest, one of the laziest ideas they've had. A lot of reboots are lazy, though. Because you know what? It's just a gender bender of the of the first show. Instead of a single dad who lost his mother, I mean, lost his wife, let's change it to a single mother who lost her husband. Instead of this single father raising his three daughters, let's have that single mother raise her three sons. But it's not only that, it's also her friend's daughter, too. Yes, and instead of the t of two men helping raise them, let's swap them out for women. Mm -hmm. This is just the laziest. It's just the same show over again. Instead of three men, it's three women. Instead of three sons, it's Instead of three daughters, it's three sons and your friend's daughter. But you also forgot there's no Michelle Tanner. Yes, I what? How much you want to bet the Olsen twins as soon as they say, hey, guess what, girls? We're doing a re we're doing a revival. You win. They're probably like, yeah, screw you. We we're out. We're not doing this. Most likely, they didn't show up anyways. I would I would have been shocked if their sister Elizabeth Olsen took over as Michelle. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, I wonder why the Olsen twins didn't participate. Maybe because Elizabeth Olsen is an Academy-level actress and she doesn't want to do anything that relates to her childhood. And that could be... Um, and plus, the, they both, I think, retired from acting and now into fashion. I think one of them just had a kid. Elizabeth? And we wish them the best. Um, or, um, no, not Elizabeth, because she's... She, Scarlett Ashley. Witt. Ashley also did it, yeah. I think Ashley had the kid. Oh, all right, yeah. Yeah, That's they're it. both now fashion moguls, so. Gotcha. Let them be. Let them stick to fashion. Yeah, go for Good it. Good luck, and guess what? God, God bless. bless. And God bless. God bless. You know what's crazy? Because during right. the time of Fuller House, we had that college scandal controversy. Oh, yes. And you know foreshadowing's the best type of irony? Yeah, Remember and the episode of Full House about the preschool? Oh, yes. And you know what? I just want to take this opportunity so that Lori Loughlin should have been in jail for longer. Oh, so it's some of the same with those other women. They should have been in jail for longer. That is the show of our that is the shown of our society that if you're rich, you can get away with anything. Not only if you're rich. If you're white and rich. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm, and that's all I'm going to say, because we know JT does not like us getting political, so we are going to end it there. But anyway. Yes, I hate politics, but go on. 
<laughs> but but it's like at this point, I feel like this show was just lazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, there were some things that I liked. Not a lot, but some. Same. Well, I can explain. Like, I like the Stephanie story of it and talking about something that was true from. We discussed about this in one of the other episodes of Mixed Bag. That when shows, be- when was it, sitcoms became serious? Yes. Yeah, something like that. We talked talking about, about Stephanie Tanner's infertility. Oh, yeah. And then they find out the series finale, she's pregnant. Which the serious finale? The series yeah, the series finale. A Fuller House. Yes. yes. I, I, I haven't seen the show, so I wouldn't know that, but that's crazy. Okay. And it she did have a kid though, but Kimmy Gibbler Gibbler was a surrogate mom. Oh, okay. No, but then remember they at the series finale, Stephanie got pregnant with her second child. Hmm. Which could it be, you know, getting realistic, which should be watch out because... I we... mean, again, the infertility thing, it's hard. Because anything... Because you two don't understand women life. We don't. We're, yeah, we're men. You're, we're well, men. there's two, but there's no other half men. Men. Uh, <laughs> men, 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 men. I'm surprised that's not rebooted yet. Well, let's. Oh, wait. Charlie actually didn't die in the show. Um, (laughs) But here's the thing. And I feel like, you know, there were some things that, like, you know, when when DJ and Steve get back together and Jackson's a little hesitant. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a realistic thing of when. Of when the children of children of parents who are divorced or widowed start dating again. Yeah. And you you want to know something? I'm about to make a controversial statement. Lay it on us. I actually kind of like Matthew, the the guy who she was engaged to before her and Steve got back together. I got room when they were in Japan. Like, I kind of liked him better. I know. I know. I think he had more personality. He was more interesting. Steve, I'm sure Scott Wenger is a nice guy, but... I know. Look, this is the whole... If you're a Full House fan and you watch Full House, like, oh, we hope DJ and Steve will be back together. Like, I who watched Full House and Full House, like, really? So you know, because this goes... After all of this nonsense, and after all this, you should have just had DJ and Steve be together to begin with. You know, this is this is the t- this is a TV trope called The Status Quo is Gone. Mm-hmm. How many seasons were there? Five. Okay. No, wait, seven. This is right here. Seven. Seven? No, wait, no, because... No, I've watched it. It's fine. Oh, bye, bye. It's but remember, season. Ali, the status quo is gone. All right. And is the status quo must never be questioned. <laughs> is it time for me to go? Yeah, it's time for you to go. Good. I am going to talk about a Spielberg revival. Okay. I mean, sadly, the series just ended like about a year ago. Again. 
with the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister. Can I? Animaniacs. Can I? We are the Animaniacs. And we're saying like they knew. Yeah. Let's put it this way: as soon as I heard about this rock, I was like, "All right, I gotta hear this. I gotta see this." Because I did love watching it when I was younger, and now seeing it again, like they make fun of themselves as a reboot. And it's not only that; I think they also added Pinky in the Brain as well. I wish we had more time with some of the other older characters, but there were so many good episodes in this series. I think they did a Kawaii episode. <laughs> Oh my god, they did an anime. That was hilarious. And you guys remember the Looney Tunes thing with the Daffy Duck thing with the whole getting thing with the animators? I think so. They did it. They did it as well for Animaniacs. Hold on one second. All right then. But yeah. Honestly, 90s vibes, 90s kids. This is a good show to watch. It's a good one. And they revived it in 2020 and it'll last until this year. That's funny. And they knew when to end. And that's the one thing they know. What, Animaniacs? They knew when to end. That's good. Does any show know when to end? Some don't. Right. Especially as a reboot. I mean, I felt like everyone would think one more season, one more season. But I'm like, no, you know what? They know when to end. We're glad we know when they ended. It was a great run. You know, I respect those type of shows who know when to end. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, like, they're like, because they're like, you know what? We had our run. It was good. Kind of wrap it up. Yeah, but certain good. shows, family guy, Simpsons. <laughs> American Dad, anyone? It just keeps on going. Like Rick and Morty, nine more seasons. Nine more seasons, people. We need nine more seasons. But those shows have just been on for way too long. Simpsons. Mm-hmm. It's time to end, guys. It really is. Especially The Simpsons. We're for 30 years now, right? Yeah. I will probably have grandchildren by the time the show 30, ends. It's going to be 35 years next year, The Simpsons. That's crazy. We will probably have grandchildren when the show ends. Because I yield with the Animaniacs and Mr. Spielberg, although there is a Tiny Toons reboot. I've seen that. That one's okay, too. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. I remember in the first episode of the Animaniacs reboot when they were going, well, a lot has happened since, and they were going about all the events going, and then we got President Trump. Well, at least we still think there's a President Trump. Why? Well, the, um, well, the writers started writing this in 2018, so we don't know this. Well, how are Animaniacs, how are people to, people who go to Animaniacs for current content, what are they going to do? Well, we'll just make it up. And they also made a song about reboots, which I love. They ran out of ideas. You reboot it and you renew it. Come on. Like, they made fun of themselves in a way. And, and that's, like, the best type of shows is when you make fun of your own self. Yeah. You want to know something? A couple years ago, me and Justin, we, we went to a con and and um, they have like this special thing about when they have like different voice actors read the scripts of movies. Oh my god, you went to a Twisted Tunes without me. Shame on you. Well, let me finish. Yeah. 
And it was supposed to be the cast of Animaniacs oh. were going to do it. But unfortunately, the lady who played Doc got ill and they had to cancel. Mm. So but, yeah, you want to take that back? That take that how I how dare but you? It's no, you almost made it. Almost close only counts in four shoes and hand grenades. But seriously, go watch Twisted Tunes because they just did one. I think about a couple months ago where they did a a reading of The Lion King with most of the cast of the Animaniacs and Jim Cummings. He's oh, a good Cummings. part of Animaniacs in a way. Oh, Jim Cummings, we love you, Jim Cummings. Um. But by yield, yeah. But okay. So next, I want to say something really quick about what you guys were just saying. Something, um, yeah. You guys said something about um, like when shows need to end. I just want to just on a side note, really quick. Um. As much as I love the original, the original run of Frasier, and yes, I did binge watch it. As I said, that the last two, th- two or three seasons could have been just eliminated. Like, mm. it's, it's always a good thing when showrunners know when to end a show. Period. Like, like there's certain. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, there were seven seasons of Star Trek: The Next Generation. They didn't drag. You want to go into Star Trek next? Talk. Speaking of reboots, and we many more do, reboots. We can do that in a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that with Star Trek: The Next Generation. The first time I watched it all the way through, I'm re-watching it again recently. But like this, the original run, the, that series finale is the most perfect series finale I think I've ever seen. It's just it wrapped up the show perfectly. Like, you know, like even great shows like you know The Office, the, the seasons without Michael Scott were not that great. But then you get like to the, the series finale of The Office, it's really actually pretty solid and very emotional. But knowing that, um, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about The Office in a minute too because they're talking about that as well. Um, but, but anyways, uh, which Star Trek show were you talking about? Well, then again, Star Trek is a whole franchise, so. Oh yeah, let's just uh, sure let's talk about that. I mean, because the original series was like the '60s, then yes. they went into like the Next Generation, which was a hundred years later, Deep Space Nine, which is a spinoff of Next Generation, and then Voyager. Had- Voyager takes place after Next Generation, so there's a bit where there was a huge Star Trek universe, like at one point. So, excuse me. Sorry about that. I know. I, I'll be honest. Although There's I'm not as big it. as a Trekkie fan. Yeah. How many more Star Treks are they going to make? Well, Including they just, movies. They're talking. They, they've not done a fourth movie yet. I know that. But but the Discovery is ending soon. The, the final season is coming out, coming out oh, soon. Oh, wasn't Patrick Stewart from Next Gen on this too? No, no, no Star Trek Picard. Picard was Patrick Stewart. It was just a spinoff of his own show. They did three seasons and that was it, I think. I'm not mistaken. They started in 2020 and then went to 2023, so. How new. This is one of those that keep reviving, rebooting. This is like one of those franchises. It's a franchise that's rich to mine, but there's a lot of stuff you can can and can't do. Like, I would love to see like a, a, a new crew on a new ship type of thing. Like, I would love to see a Star Trek show if anyone from Paramount is listening to me, you owe me about a million dollars right now. This is a goldmine idea. There's never been a Star Trek TV show about the time period between... Push back your glasses here. Right? 
there's never been a Star Trek TV show that takes place in between the original series and Next Generation time time period. There's never mm. been that time that time period has never been explored. Maybe in a book, maybe in a comic book, but never actually on a TV show or a movie. And that God bless, period. God bless William Shatner being alive. Uh, I met him. I got his autograph. Knock- Mr. I have a Shatner, book I'm reading about stay him. down for at least another 20, uh, 10 years. He's 92. Okay. But other, make it to 100 at least. Let's see really quick. He's 92. I, yeah, I was right. God Anyways. bless. If they do one more reboot and have him in there. Yeah. At least I mean, have. Leonard Nimoy was one thing in the first Star Trek 2009 reboot, but still. I that's... know. Shoot. At least have a Captain Kirk final. Yeah. He's he's gonna make like a he'll narrate the whole thing adult. He'll just narrate the movie. <laughs> a long time ago. But speaking of, I prefer William Shatner over whoever played. Was it Chris Pine who played him in the movies? Chris Pine played him in the current movies. Sorry, I'm a William Shatner person all the way. Okay, that's fine. I, and I, I love the re, and I love the rebooted movies. I love the current the really? Kelvin time. Like I saw the first Star Trek, and I think that was my first PG thirteen movie. I just didn't like it. I love it. I, I'm a huge fan of this run of Star Trek movies. I really am. Everyone has their huge, own opinion. Huge. Huge. I mean, like, this is like the Star Trek that got me into, like, that made, made me go back and watch. I mean, I knew the, I, I saw the original series, but it made me go back and watch a lot more. So, besides the point, though. Uh, but Star Trek is definitely one of those franchises that they have, like, tons and tons and tons of, like, other, like, um, just runs of shows and different universe movies. movies, TV shows, graphic novels, novels. It's a it's a franchise that's been redone over and over again. So Star Wars is another one. We can talk about that in a minute too if you want. But <laughs> we'll be here all night if we talk about that. But um we'll have a debate one day. Did we do the debate of Star Wars versus Star Trek? No, we didn't do that yet. Uh, we'll have stay to stay tuned. Well, stay tuned. We'll do that one time when that episode comes. Star Wars and Star Trek, which one is ultimately the better franchise? I guess. Okay. It's an interesting debate, but anyways. Um, but yeah, Star Trek obviously an iconic franchise in general. Uh, so many iconic characters, you you know, different worlds and spe- a brilliant franchise. Truly a brilliant franchise. The Gene Roddenberry created. So. Um. Anything else for Star Trek, guys? Yeah, I'm thinking. Pretty much good. Rest in peace, Nichelle. Oh, yeah. I got her autograph. Honestly, probably one of the first black women on TV. And the first as a main character. And the first interracial kiss between uh, Captain Kirk and uh, Lieutenant O'Hara. I know. And also, just thinking about it, how Star Trek is probably one of the most diverse series in its time. In the late 60s, you got to think it came in what, 66? George Takei, Nichelle. I forgot her last name. You had diversity. Way advanced. It was a it was a franchise that showed diversity amongst humanity. It it gave people hope for humanity. That's what the core of it is. It's still entertainment, but it's got the core of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Are you ready for my next pick? Go, Bill. You know. We were hanging out down the street. The same old thing. Okay. I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about? That 90s show. Ugh. Gross. Okay, gross, we got to burn. Gross, gross, gross. Okay, you know what? 
I've only watched a couple episodes of this, but I think maybe in the part of the elite class of people who wear glasses, I am officially smart to talk about this. I'm sorry, I took my glasses off, and I'm officially against that 90s show. They should have never happened. I agree, because I'm now part of the elite class. Um, glasses off. You're not part, well, you have glasses on, but still. You're not elite. <laughs> I'm kidding, Allie. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I've, I've watched... Uh, I thought, okay, you know, let me give this... I remember watching a little bit of that 70s show when I was younger. And I remember being fine. But, like, when I heard about that 90s show, when I was watching the first episode, you know who I was texting? Dustin. Our very dear friend, Dr. Matt Hemsley. Dr. Matt Hemsley. I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. The first and the other two episodes, I kind of calmed down. Okay, for those of you who don't know, um, who don't know what's going on in the show, first, I want to say, God bless you. And here's what's going on in the show. You got, um, I forgot her name. But she's the, the main character. She's the daughter of Eric and Donna. The original characters from from that 70s show. Um, Topher Grace, and I can't remember the actress's name. So it's now the 90s. Topher Grace and okay, Eric and Donna come to Point Pleasant with their daughter with Red and Kitty as they're staying there for the 4th of July. The daughter whose name... Okay, you know what? I, I gotta get the daughter's name here. Please, JT, stall the audience. Okay, Leah, Leah, Leah. Leah, not Leah. No, I think it is pronounced Leia, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so Leia, it's the summer of 1995. Woo! And it's like 15 years after the events of that 70s show. You know, interesting fact, they were going to do a That 80s Show. Okay. It didn't go off the ground. Oh, that stings. Okay. So it's now okay. So Eric and Donna are now are married, and they have a daughter, Leia, who is sort of like a who is sort of like a sort of like a the Little Miss Perfect. Eric is teaching a a Star Wars class in college. Yes, you heard that right. And she's just bored of her life. And while staying in and while staying in Point Pleasant, she comes across a cast of colorful characters. Gee, sound familiar? Yeah. They like just literally, hey, let's do that 70s show again. Except let's put it in the 90s. Like I said about Fuller House. Lazy. 
I think this is lazy. And I'm sure Allie will agree with me. Allie, do you agree with me? Agree with you on what? That put in this show in the 90s is just... A terrible lazy. idea. Yeah, I know. And I know what I'm talking about because I am now part of the elite class. Um, but anyway. But anyway. Um, but, you know, they meet this group of friends and one of them is and one of them is what's his name? Okay. One of them is Kelsos is Jay Kelso, who is the son of Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's character. Oh. You know, because I rem oh, because in the first episode because in the first episode they're sitting there they're like Jay goes and Red, okay, first I want to say Red and Kitty are like the best part of the show. They, they're always a lot of fun. Um, goes, wait a minute, Jay. Wait, what's your last name? Kelso. No, no. And then Ashton Kutcher. Oh, and then, and then, their his parents are getting married again. And you know what? I think that at that just that first episode was just. We're going to throw those first couple episodes. The episodes of the show is we're going to throw you as much nostalgia bait as possible. So you could just like, oh, here's Donna and Eric. They're happily married. Hey, here's Ratty Kitty. Hey, Ratty Kitty. Here's. Hey, oh, look, it's Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kutcher. See? See? Hey, look, it's the guy with long hair who names escapes me. Hey, it's Bob. He, Donna's father. See? We're going to throw so much nostalgia in Oh, God, we hate ourselves that we did this. Look, Eric and, and Donna's daughter is falling in love with Kelso's son. Oh it's God. like they just. And, and that's my same problem with Fuller House. It's just like, remember this? Remember this? Remember Mr. Woodshop? You know, we hate ourselves. This is like some other reboots as well in the adult thing. Like, if I, if you don't mind me talking about it. Yeah, well, can I just finish my points here? Yep. Um, the problem is with these type of reboots and revivals. And like, listen, with Frasier, at least they're being clever about it. Yeah. But here they're just throwing so much nostalgia at you to basically try to say, this isn't a cheap ripoff. See, we got the original characters here. Well, everyone except for Danny Masterson, who... We, we don't talk about Danny Masterson. We do not talk about Danny Masterson. He is where he belongs. Okay. Listen, if you don't know what that is, just, just go look it up. Google is a wonderful resource. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not going to get into what he did. It's I'll just say this. It's absolutely disturbing. I can't believe he did that. And he's where he belongs. Um, 
But yeah, this just throws so much at you. And it's just trying, you know what this is? It's trying to be that 70s show without trying to be that 70s show. Mm -hmm. Just admit it. At least you're, admit that you're trying to be that 70s. At least just admit it. Just admit it. Please. TV show. It'll be, our life will be so much easier if you just say, yeah, we're we're trying to be that 70s show again. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. We're trying to be that 70s show again. At least you're being honest with us. What? Ah. This show, I just watched a couple episodes of it. I just couldn't get into it. Hmm. I didn't care about any one of these people. To Brett and Kitty, they are the best part of the show. I, I did like in the first episode, you go, you know, I got to support as much as I can. You know what? You got to stand behind kids because it'll be easier for you to put a foot in their ass. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to put my foot in the ass of the show. All right. Allie, you said you had something? Sex in the City reboot. I never watched it. I don't like Sex in the City to begin with. I mean, my my parents ended up watching the reboot. I'll be honest, it's like, really? You're telling the same story, but instead of these women being in their 30s, they're in their 50s! Yay! <laughs> and some guy dies on a Peloton bike! Oh, that's fun. Glory, 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 hell of a way to die! Why do we need a Sex in the City reboot? Wasn't it, when was the original show on? In like 1999, 2000? Oh, the early 2000s, okay. And gotcha. it ended probably like 2007, 8? I, 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 that sounds right. I remember being really young and it being on, so that's why I remember that. Yeah, my mom always used to watch it when I was young, too. And then they had like two movies and stuff. Yeah, like a couple of it, movies. And stuff. This reboot should have never existed. This is one of those reboots that should have never happened. And you have... And he had one character that didn't even show up until the second season finale. I'm like, how is it a reboot if you don't have all the characters? Exactly. That's all I have to say about this. This is one of those. I have never, I can proudly say I've never watched an episode of Sex in the City. Okay, once. What was that, JT? I can say the same thing, Bill. Actually, I lied. I can't say that. I did watch an episode or two. I was oh. with some female friends of mine in college. Oh, gotcha. I don't know they watched Sex in the City. What was that? I don't know they watched Sex in the City. No, it wasn't you. It was two other friends. I know. I'm like, I'm surprised. But I'm still part of the elite class. <laughs> um, but anyway... Yeah, I, I really don't have much to say about this, so. Neither do I, and that's okay. Good. Let's just uh, say this is the, one of those reboots that belong in the this should have never happened list. Yeah. A lot of these reboots belong on the this should never happen list. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. All right, Next. I think what else do we have? Um, 
I'm, I have a few more. I know that. So you want to talk about movies now or no? Uh, well, are we going to do like a little bit of mix of everything? Yeah, no, that's what I wasn't sure if you wanted to touch on that yet, yet or not. But... We definitely talked about Star Trek. Uh, you know what? We did talk about movies before. Oh, that's right, actually, we did. Uh, so you, you just guys want to keep going with TV? Do you guys want to talk about movies again? What do you guys want to well, do? We'll we touch on like... movies another time. If you guys want to comment below to see if you want to see the best and worst reboot of movies. Yeah, well, let, uh, just let us know via our social media page as well. If you want to see another one, let us know. Um. What other? Oh, the X Files. <laughs> Safe search is off. So there was two revival seasons of the X Files, and it was on in 2016 and 2018. It was literally just six episodes, and it was ten episodes for the season eleven. Um, David Duchovny and Gillian, and Gillian Anderson returned, and they came back to revive revive their roles as uh, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully. This and for those of you, I, I'm just telling you this right now. If you have never seen an episode of The X Files, get on it. This okay, one of, the, one of the best shows you will ever see, regardless of genre too. It's one of the best. Wiley Grimes is one of the best shows of like in general. Um, it's on Disney Plus apparently, which I don't know why. Because no, because Disney bought Fox. I'm surprised it's not on Hulu yet, but that's me. Um, the X Files is a show about two FBI agents that investigate paranormal, psychological thriller, mysterious alien threats as mem- members of the government, and they have to stop, or, or sometimes they deal with monsters. Like they actually like have like sewer monsters that come out. It, the show is some of the episodes they have, man, are freaky as hell. They, I, I, I think when Bill and I talked about banned TV episodes, the episode home, the episode called Home, was yes. banned at one point. We talked about that. Yes, we did. <laughs> Excuse me, a little sick, uh, but I'm getting over it. That that those, man, those that episodes of. That episode of the X Files alone is incredible, of like the of home, the Peacock brothers and how like they're reproducing with their mother. Oh, it's pure incest and it's disgusting and it's like they try and kill people when they leave the house. It's crazy. It's a really brilliant, brilliantly written show. The Chris, the guy Chris Carter who directed the X Files, who created the show. His major influences were like, oh, we could talk about that show too, actually. Twilight Zone. Uh, we, yeah. yeah, and like a, a lot of like 50s and 60s horror shows and sci-fi shows. It was kind of a combination of all that in his own creation called The X-Files. And it was one of the best shows that ever aired on television, period. I still never finished it. I watched like five seasons of it and I never finished it. Mm. I, when I saw the revival when it was on, was, when it was on Fox back in, I think, 20... Um, 16 and 2018 that was it though i didn't see it because you know there the the show ended in 90 in 2002 but the the show got revived in 2016 and 18 with the and anderson back in the, as the lead roles um it was just incredible 
And, and mind you, Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny are like forever cement. We we talked about the when we did Women's History Month, I think last year, Bill. We talked about yes. uh, Gillian Anderson, how she's like she's not typecast as Scully, but she will forever be Scully in my mind. You know what I mean? You hear that, folks? In JT's mind, she will ever she will forever be Scully. Yes, mm-hmm. forever. I mean, she's begun to do so many other roles in her life too, but. She's one of those. Um, like she's forever this role for me. Um, you know, forever be the skull, Scully. Yep. Um, thank you and God bless. God bless everyone. And the franchise as a whole has also like done other stuff. It's never rebooted, but they revived the show at least twice. I wonder if they'd revive it again, but I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's time to put this to bed, unfortunately. It's a great show, though. If you've never seen it, get on it. Get it, on it. It can be really scary at times. It can really freak you out. But it's really well done television, especially in like the mid-90s and whatnot. It was inc- incredible television and movie and other movie and books and comic books. You name it. I, I freaked out of the X-Files for a long time, and I love that show to death. So anyways. The X-Files is another one that came back for a period of time there, too. So, Will they bring it back? I have no idea. Will they, will, will they bring it back again for another run? I don't know. But we'll see. So, Yeah, Bill, what do you got? Okay, I was kind of uh, paused on this one, but um, I only watched like one or two episodes of this. The Revival of Will and Grace. Oh. Will and Grace Revival? Yes. Let's see. This oh. was a revival of the show from the 90s about a gay man who lives with his female roommate slash friend. And and they I, I don't have like too much to say about it, but I will say this. It's like I've only watched one or two episodes of the revival. How was it? It was okay. I never really watched the original Will and Grace, so that was that was kind of really young when I was. It was I was kind of young when that was on, so I don't really have much to say. Um, but what I do remember is the show took place from eleven years later. Okay. But what I did is. But what I don't, they basically had like the end, such as from the previous show, be sort of like a dream when they said, because they had Will and Grace marrying their partner and having children and marrying each other. And apparently that didn't happen. What? Oh. And. The sh- the first episode was again not getting political, but this was in the early days of the of the our past president, the MAGA era. Yes, and I think what was going on at that point. Is that 
Okay, you you got to look at it this way, folks. When Will and Grace originally aired, LGBT relationships, forget about gay marriage, LGBT relationships was sort of a taboo topic. Mm. And this was in the 90s and 2000s. So I think it was interesting that they now forwarded the show to a more accepting time. Because think about it, a lot has happened since the first Will and Grace ended. When did the first season, first run end? 2006. Oh, okay. Look at what's happened since then. Gay marriage is now legal in all 50 states. Our society has become more accepting of LGBTQ. In the 90s and 2000s, when the show was originally running, there were people, I'm sure there were people who were not watching this show because of that subject matter. Probably. Mm -hmm. But I, I can see why they revived it. And Trying to, folks, I had a bit of a long day today. My brain is somewhat fried, so. That's fine. Um, but I think they probably wanted to bring this back because now this show was taking place in a time that's more progressive, a time that's more accepting. Mm. While during its original run, it wasn't. I could see that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on Will and Grace. All right, Allie. Hold on. There's a lot here. I'm not sure which ones to pick. There's so many. You just want to go down the list or? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I'll be honest. There's like hundreds of revivals and reboots. Some of them only lasting one season. Some of them lasting two seasons. I'm trying to think of which one to talk about. You know, why, be, you know why they only last one or two seasons? To give it an ending. They last one or two seasons because people just want original stuff. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, when Bill and I were in college, they had a reboot of Samurai Jack, but it was only one season. And that reason was to actually give an ending to that series that had no ending. But I'm going to go to my next pick, which honestly also did not need a reboot. However, the show, however, the new reboot of it, season 11 of Futurama, isn't that bad. However, it's like, I'm pulled with this because it had a good ending. It did. It ended the way it ended. But what they did instead of doing a thousand year time loop, going like how you think in the end when, you know, Riley Lear old is like, you want to start over. They ended up jumping it 10 years into the future of the future drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, and Hulu, and now that they have Hulu, Hulu, 
funny. I know. Just a lot. I think the first episode is pretty much I'm talking about a reboot of a reboot of an old yeah. show that was on Futurama starring That's the one funny. and only Calculon. That's funny. I like that. Yep. But it also adds more character, more storyline into the series. I mean, if they want to do it for one more season, then do it for one more season, but end it. No, again, giving the lessons I said with Animaniacs, know when to end. So if you don't know when to end, you're going to be stale. Like you're like the other Mac rating show, The Simpsons. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you don't know when to end, people are going to get bored of you. All right. All right. All right. I got one that I just thought of off the top of my head. They brought it back at one point on Netflix, but the original run of it is hysterical. Have you guys ever heard of Mystery? Science theaters. I've heard of it. That was on the list I was looking at for the reboots. Okay, this is a oh my god! This show that ran for eleven seasons in nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety nine. Oh my god! Somewhere my mother is screaming of joy because you should. I brought this up. What this show does is um, what this show is. It's a bunch of Film, like fans, I guess you could say, mm. watching really, really, really bad movies, and you're watching them talk about and really rip and bash the original movies, and it's oh, hysterical wow. how them how they just bash it. Netflix did a revival of it, I think in twenty, I'm not 17. sure when it was twenty seventeen. Thank you. I wasn't sure when it was. I looked it up. Thank you. But yeah, it's it, it's literally just them crapping all over really bad movies. Mm. And it's hysterical. Um this would this came back to life in 20, you said 2017, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2017. Did, how long did it last on Netflix? Do do we, I don't uh, know. we can look it up. I I wasn't sure how long it lasted for cuz I would love to see more of this. Truthfully. Uh, let's see. Uh, Go to Wikipedia in a way. Sorry, Wikipedia. Never, never use Wikipedia as a source, people. No, no, please don't. But uh, episodes, uh, post shows. I'm sorry, I'm just playing this up for a sec. And uh, they said they were going to do episodes. Go to episodes. Thank you. Mystery Science. Oh, uh, huh. That was one extra season. Apparently there was a season three on Netflix. Hold on one sec. Season three. Uh oh, you know, because they did they did two on Netflix and they're looking they might do another one. That's what it was. Okay. They did seasons eleven seasons initially on um when they was back in the eighties. But mm. now they did two seasons on Netflix. Hopefully they do more. Because if you have not heard or seen Mystery Science Theater 3000. You, the listener, are listen are missing out on some hysterical, hysterical content. Mm. It is so genius. It's just these guys and their robots shitting all over bad movies, and it's honestly hysterical. 
It is <laughs> hysterical. They watch the most terrible movies. And it's, I remember watching one. I was like, uh, they were making one of a robot. Like it's some really bad sci-fi movie from like the seventies. And it's like, Oh no, this movie sucks. You have to just watch it to see what it is. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's so, so not stupid, but it's kind of like, it's clever. Mm-hmm. It's these guys making fun of movies that are bad and they're commenting on it. It's a genius concept too. So, Oh, it is very funny. I've, I've watched some of it before. Yeah, and the the Netflix run is great, but if you can find the original run of it on wherever, please try and find it. It is so, so funny. Like, it makes me, just the very thought that this this kind of concept exists makes me chuckle and laugh of joy. Seriously, (laughs) it's it's hysterical. But yeah, Mystery Science Theater 3000, they revived it at Netflix. If they could do another season of it or whatever, and mind you, that each episode is like an hour and a half long or two hours long because the, you're watching them watch the movie and they're making fun of it. It's a really clever, clever concept. Um, if you haven't seen it, get on it. Seriously. Oh, I've seen some. I've seen some of the Netflix series. I don't think I really watched the the original one from eighty eight to ninety nine. Yeah, I don't think I really watched it. I, I I think they have those that original run on Netflix as well. I'm not sure, but you have to check it out. So either <laughs> the way, it's catchy. What's that? The theme song's catchy. It actually. Why don't we bring that up when we talk about theme songs, guys? Come on. <laughs> Mystery Science Theater Three. That. Yeah, this is a show that's just it, it's ripe ripe to be mined because there's so many bad movies out that they they could just crap on all they want. So, huh. you know, I have an interesting question for you, Mister J Man. Yes, sir, Mister Bill. If they were to do a what bad movies would you want to see them do a review of? Oh, like like movies from like the 2000s and stuff like that? Maybe like uh, Benchwarmers or... Guess what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Oh, hi, JT! Uh, can you... <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine oh. if they did in the room? It It is I, Tommy Wiseau. And this is my Tommy Wiseau. Uh, I'm so funny. Mm. Um, how how it was? What if they did do the room? That would be an incredible one to do. Let me just I say, that. Eat it. it is not true. It I feel like there's gonna be another episode for us. What is movies that Mystery Science Theater three thousand should watch? Like, I mean, I I did a video on our YouTube channel separate to what we do for the mix, mixed bag called why you should watch Mr. Science Theater 3000. But that that's actually, I like Ali's idea better. That, that's actually pretty good. Like what movies should they do? And then Netflix, call us, call us. We'd love to get give us us. money. Coming soon. Give us money. Oh my God. Too funny. Give us money. Netflix. Give us a chunk of your dough. We'd love to have some of that because it's our idea and you're helping it out. We're helping you out. So, Anyways, I digress. But Mr. Science Theater 3000, incredible choice by me um, for this revival of reboots and shows. Um, Bill, what do you got next? Okay. You know, I want to talk about a... I never really watched this reboot, but I want to talk about a show that is near and dear to my heart. Barney? Do you want to talk about that next, Allie? Uh, 
No, Bye. I mean, first off, that reboot also should never happen. And it's supposed to be coming out next year. What is Please. the Barney reboot? Yep. Well, why don't we just talk about that now? <laughs> nah, um, go for what you say. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, the Rugrats reboot. That's right. I kind of disagree with this reboot as well. Because this should have been more of a revival of the babies' babies. Yes, I know. I agree. I think they should have done the babies. They should have had the babies have being older and having kids of their own. No. And they also choose to choose the de-age Susie to the same age as Chucky and make Kimmy older. Why were these people? You know why. You know why. Why are they doing this? And yet, they put new cast members for the adults, but not for the babies? Like who? Like, all the people who play the babies are still the same. But you have, like, cast members like Natalie Morales as... Phil and Lil's mom, when you know the person who plays Phil and Lil, also has played Phil and Lil's mom. That is true. Yeah, but it's like, why do you have like the same, why do you have E.G. E. Daly back? I know. Why did you have, you know, you have Nancy, Nancy Cartwright as Chucky. But then again, I'm going to count. Rest in peace, Christine Cavanaugh, we miss you. Um, I'm going to contraindicate this. Think of the Powerpuff Girls reboot. How come we didn't have the original Powerpuff Girls in there? It's a contraindication. Well, because... Yeah. Yeah, why didn't they have the original Powerpuff Girls? We're going back to Rugrats. Yeah, because you know what? It sort of goes... And I'm tying all this into one, and I don't care what you all think. Um... But, you know, it's tying this into, like, not really a reboot, but the spinoff, the all-grown-up spinoff. I know. Which, could we live in a world where we where that, where we can pretend it doesn't exist? What, all-grown-up? Yeah, okay, it wasn't terrible, but the thing is, is when they keep doing the Rugrats, it's like, again, you bring up the point, why do they get, keep getting the same voice actors? Like, you can tell that, and I'm like, listen, I just want to say, like, originally, especially when it comes from male characters, they usually do get female voice actors to voice young male characters. Mm-hmm. That's been going on for years. You know, some famous examples can include Nancy Cartwright, who who later took on voice in Chucky after Christy Cavanaugh retired. And... Also does the voice of Bart Simpson. Tara Strong, who does the voice of Dale, and does the voice of Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents. Taff Sosie, who does Phil DeVille, and she also plays Professor Farnsworth's clone. 
It's like during the all grown up spinoff, you can tell it's the same voice actors. Like, okay, let's just let's just slightly deepen their voices. Maybe they won't understand. Maybe they won't know it's them. Maybe they won't know it's them. So let's just slightly deepen their voices. Mm-hmm. How stupid do they think we are? I don't know. But you know, that's like the same thing is why do they just like, why did they keep the babies babies? Like you said, maybe have them grown up and have kids of their own. That would have been cool. But that's too smart. They're again smart. I know. They wanted to make this for a new generation. Okay, but if it's a new generation, why don't you make new characters for this new generation? Why not do Probably. what you did with Full House? Why not you do with that 70s show? Grow them up. Yeah, because at least, you know, listen, as much as I bashed Fuller House and that 70s show, at least they grew them up. And they made them adults. Mm-hmm. And show them, okay, and they're now married and have families of their own. They're now married and have families of their own. Good for them. Like, as much as as bad as that 90s show and Fuller House are, at least that's the route they took. Mm. But here they're just like, no, let's just keep them as babies. Yeah, this is just, I've never watched this and I don't want to watch it. And I don't like saying this because I know how people have bigger problems in the world. Why are you doing this to my childhood? Mm-hmm. I yield. Okay. I Allie. mean, I'm next. Yes. Let's go to another Nickelodeon reboot. Let's go to iCarly. Which just got canceled. It did get canceled, thank goodness. Oh, you didn't know that? Did it actually? Yes. Oh, man. Thank goodness. Another reboot that shouldn't have happened. And plus, I mean, good for Jeanette McCurdy for taking care of her own well-being. This is a reboot, another reboot that should have never happened. Because this thing ended, I call it originally ended, what, 2015? Yeah, I think so. It like... Six years? And then you decide to reboot it? And then you also decide to make it more, instead of like a YouTube blogging, like whole social media thing. That's ridiculous. Because iCarly was advanced for its time growing up with the whole videos and stuff. Well, you gotta look at it this way. You know, the show just started when YouTube was in its infancy. Mm-hmm. When YouTube was in its infancy. And right. and now you can see that social media itself has expanded. Mm-hmm. But so why did you like this? I'll be honest, I've never seen an episode of iCarly. It just seems like one of those shows that should have never came back to be 
it ended the way it ended. And that's that. I forgot how it ended. What did you say, JT? I forgot how it ended. Carly went to Italy with her dad. I don't know what Freddie did. Freddie had a man purse. Sam had a reboot and then Jeanette McCurdy left acting in general. I don't know what Spencer did. Right. Spencer was my favorite character. All the fires that happened. I liked him. And I think it's time for Miranda Cosgrove to get out of playing Carly. She's 30. Well, she's going to be 30. She actually? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what it is? And this could be a whole nother episode. You know why child actors don't, only very few child actors have success as adults? That's another story. We can talk about it another time. Because they get typecast into their child roles. There's other reasons, too. Yes, and we can make a whole, that's a whole nother episode. But the main thing I want to focus on is with that is, somebody said, Miranda, you're almost 30 years old. Like, this is stuff you did when you were. Like a baby. This is stuff you did. Like a teenager, really, because she started. Hold on, I gotta check. I gotta check something. She started drinking Josh when she was like eight, nine, ten. And she's probably staying out of that whole mess. Oh, yeah. She's been in the Nickelodeon family for a long time. Like, she's, oh, she's she's actually 30 years old. It's time for her to move on. Like, yeah, she's a year older than me. She was born in 93. Um, The thing is, she doesn't even look like she's 30. Yeah, she looks good. Good for her. She looks like she's still, like, in her teens. I Carly started when she was, like, 14. Yikes. And you know what? And like, this is a whole thing when it's just time. Like, listen, Miranda, if you're watching, I'm to grow up. Oh, God. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm sure you're very, I'm sure you're met, very talented. My cousin met her at one point. That's where that No, and I've seen interviews with her. I'm sure she's a lovely person. I'm sure she's a lovely person. But. It's time to move on. Yeah. You're like she started I Car I Carly began when she was 14. And now you're 30 ago. years old. That's 16 years. You can't play in the same role. It's time for her to keep moving. And you know, maybe she should try to go for more adult roles. Yeah. But as we know, again, that's another episode for another day. A lot of child actors don't really make success when they try adult acting. Or, well, we could do a whole thing about child actors another time. Yes, that, that's going to be a whole doctoral thesis. Let's do it during a time where I don't have to worry about school or field work. Okay, so like during your winter break, how's that sound? Bingo. Okay. This meeting's been adjourned. Well, I mean, I think we have time for each of us to do one more. All right, JT, over to you. Oh, boy. It always comes down to me, right? <laughs> I can't um, think of anything else at this moment. I'm trying to think. I'm just scratching the head about anything else. We can I have one. Bel Air. 
Ooh, I didn't watch it. Another reboot that should have never existed. And this is a whole reboot of itself. We're actually... What is it called? Bel Air. Like, you know, Friends, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Oh, what was it say? It's like this? them now dramatizing Bel Air. This right here? Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. It's a more drama version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where it becomes more serious instead of it being hilarious Will Smith. And Will Smith is like the executive producer, I think, of the show. Mm-hmm. But I think this series is going to get canceled because of the whole Will Smith scenario. Oh, God. All because he slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> I remember him at one point saying if there was going to be a Fresh Prince reboot, reboot or remake, he would actually want to be Uncle Phil. <laughs> Rest in peace, James peace. Avery. We miss you. I know. It's like... It's like some of these series that reboot, they become more drama and serious. Like, honestly, I think you remember, I don't know if you guys remember the Archie series, the Archie comic series becoming a Riverdale drama series. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, come on. Archie, Betty, Veronica. Come on. Why make this serious? Why so serious? Yes. Why so serious? Because they dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. It doesn't have to be serious, people. You're trying to bring it to a serious casting. Okay. Good. Awesome. Good for you. But people just want to see the original. They They don't want to see this. They don't want to see it? I don't know. Well, we live in a generation where people are like, ooh! Stop! Ooh, nostalgia. New stuff is automatically better than old stuff. I just saw Jerry Seinfeld at Carnegie Hall recently. He actually did a little bit on like, oh, Jerry, what 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 show are you streaming today? What's what what are you streaming? What are you watching? Nothing. I want not watch anything. What are you talking about? And he he did a whole bit about it. It was pretty funny. So, hey, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? How? Uh Practice, practice, practice. That's true. That's true, actually. Are they going to make a joke? That's true. Now I'm wondering if there's going to be a Seinfeld reboot now that we have a Frasier reboot. Well, yes, well, there's been talks about that. But we know there won't be a Friends reboot after... Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no more Friends reboot. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Or Revival at this point. Like, uh, wasn't there going to be a Save... Wasn't there, like, a Save by the Bell? There was a Save by the Bell reboot. I never really watched it. Again, I mean, Mario Lopez was still on it, but did you really need to do a Saved by the Bell reboot? No. Degrassi always reboots itself. But then again, that's Degrassi. Zoe 102. Did we really need that? No. This is the lightning round. Um... Oh, yes. Let's do it. Fraggle Rock, Muppet Babies. Right, don't become the Fraggles. What have they done to you? The question is, do we really needed the reboots for either one of those? Well, Fraggle Rock, maybe. Muppet Babies. It just, I hate to say it, it infantile. 
Muppet Babies. Because it is very historic. Like, you learned a lot. Yeah. What was the what was that Barney reboot you were talking about? Were you talking about the TV show? Or were you talking about the movie? The TV show. Oh God. Because there is actually a movie that's being. We talked about that. Yeah, with um. No, no. There's actually a movie that's coming out from A24 Pictures, and it's supposed to be the adult Barney. <laughs> like, like a dick in so many different ways, Bill. How can you make this for adults? One of Bob West is behind this. He might be. With George Clooney and the Illuminati. Oh my goodness. Why George Clooney? Because he's in behind everything. So something should be put to bed, let's be real. Yes, Dora. Don't forget about the Dora reboot. Yeah. Or the door movie that came out. Mm-hmm. It's just too like. First of all, this looks even creepier than the puppet Barney. It looks really does. This is gonna be in children's nightmares. Mm-hmm. Oh god. I'll be honest. Any other for the lightning round? No, I think we're good. I think we're good. (laughs) Well, this was fun, you guys. Yes, we are. Yes, this was. (laughs) And stay tuned for part two with movie reboots. Do we have to do that next week? No. Because I think think we already did movie reboots. We discussed it a while ago, but we could talk about it again. I don't know. Let's let's talk about it later. To be determined. TBD. TBD, baby. TBD. TBD. So, so, but we want to thank you all for watching and listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Um, I want to thank the two incredible friends of mine, Bill and Allie, for helping me, helping me out as always and doing this show as always with me. Um, we have, we've been tied up. We've been busy, but we're always doing this on Wednesday nights. Happy November, by the way. It's November 1st. Can you believe when it? We it? When we recorded this. So, Can, crazy. Before you know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving. And that's gonna be Christmas. Gonna and it's gonna be New Year's. And it's gonna be 2024. Well, you know what? It's the most wonderful time. Seriously, can we not talk about that until we get to December? I want to at least go one month without hearing any Christmas songs. Ah, yeah, it's so. too late. Where we live, they're already gonna be playing Christmas music. Probably by Friday or Sunday. Friday. Do they announce it? So, um, you know, I, I know people on my uh, Facebook page who are already putting up their Christmas trees today. I know. Just give me a break. Literally stop. Okay. So and it's like, like there's it's no like, watch until Christmas. Get for one holiday at a time, people. But it's That's... like so funny. It's like I'm, I'm free form since they concluded 31 nights of Halloween. Oh, I don't even get free form anymore. Why? Thanks, Spectrum. But on their Facebook page, they had a picture of Jack Skeleton from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yes. I saw that one. They had him in his pumpkin king suit, October 31st, and then him in the Santa Claus outfit this November 1st. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, it's November. It's November, and we're getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I repeat. 
Not Christmas yet. Chillax, people. Anyways, I digress. You can follow us on our social media accounts at the Superview Show, simply at, at, simply at the Superview Show. Uh, Bill has this thing. It's a podcast or Sports something. Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. And check yeah, out really. Thursday Night Grin Iron tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Yes, and let's go Giants. Hopefully they do better. <laughs> don't get me started. We don't talk about it. We it's don't talk Bruno about it. We don't talk, talk about the Bruno, exactly. Um, but thank you all for watching, listening. How are you enjoying us tonight? Sound off in the comments section below. What are some of your favorite revivals and reboots and whatnot? If you like what we've seen here, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do this every Wednesday night on uh, EST time on YouTube. So but yeah, for all of us here at the Super Show, stay safe. Take care. Take care. And be awesome. Good night, everybody. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh.